You know that voice that is deep within your heart, deep within your mind, constantly telling you to do something, yet often is silenced by fear, by worry, or by what others may think? Well, that voice that is deep within your heart is there for a reason, a specific purpose, and it is time to let that voice be heard. It is time to silence the thoughts that invoke fear, worry, and doubt of what others may think, and instead tune in fully to the passions and the dreams that lie within your heart of hearts. If you have a voice, a passion for wanting to jump in and do something creative, or a voice and a passion for taking a chance on your business idea or diving into the online world of marketing, well, you're going to want to listen in to today's episode. I am sharing my extremely honest review of my last four years as a blogger and giving you the inside scoop to the very things I wish I had known and done differently before hitting publish and starting my blog. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do list and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends. Not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 20 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, hello. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. I am so glad you are here and we are getting started on a brand new week. I love the feeling of a brand new week. I love the feeling of a Monday. I love the feeling of really any day once you wake up and you open your eyes and fully realize what day it is, what time it is, and you just press go and you start living your day in the best way possible. It's such a good feeling. So today's episode is going to be full of lots of information. And my hope in today's episode and my hope in the messaging is to truly provide a source and a resource for you, especially if you are somebody who has this thought in the back of your head that, hmm, maybe I should start a blog. Maybe I should focus on a creative side hustle. Maybe I have this passion of mine that I've been sitting with and wrestling with for a while, yet I haven't really taken any action steps towards. My hope is that if you are sitting in that place today, my hope is that you can learn from me and learn from my mistakes and get started on starting your blog on a much more solid footing than myself when I started my blog four years ago. So 
In 2018, I started my blog, Graceful and Free. Now, this was my third blog that I had published. I talked about this a little bit on the first episode of the Best Day podcast, but I began this blog as attempt number three. The previous blogs, I started a blog in college. I started a blog a couple years into my husband and I's marriage, and both of those blogs were very short-lived. And I think I maybe published one or two episodes, episodes, blog posts. I'm living in podcast world here, but I published one or two posts and they really didn't have a purpose. It was more of an expression of things that I felt like sharing, things that I wanted to get out to the world. And then fast forward to 2018, I actually started using essential oils and I took that passion and wanted to show up fully online. Now, when I began my blog back in 2018, I focused on really truly wanting to create a space on the internet that encouraged a life of intentional living, an intentional lifestyle focused on grace and focused on freedom. And that is where graceful and free comes from. So if you're familiar with my blogging account, my lifestyle account on Instagram, graceful and free, that is where that comes from. The concept of grace and free, so grace and freedom, grace giving a grace to yourself, having grace to accept yourself for who you are and accept yourself every single day, no matter how you show up. The days where things are going awesome, but then the days where you fall short, knowing that it is okay and giving yourself that grace freely in freedom. And the freedom also talks about a freedom from comparison and a freedom from perfection, truly trying to live a life where you are resting and abiding in who you are every single day and trusting in your purpose. So that's my heart behind Graceful and Free. And so when I created this blog, that was my whole intention was to create an intentional lifestyle. I love all the things on social media. I love the accounts that focus specifically on fashion, that focus specifically on home decor. I love all of it. I love people who have a passion that want to show up consistently and share that passion as a source for other people. For myself, I wanted to be a voice that encouraged hearts. I wanted to be a voice that brought encouragement and inspiration to your every single life that made sure that you could know you're not alone, that you are valued, and that your life is worth it. I wanted to be real. I wanted to be honest. I wanted to be genuine. I wanted to share my day as it was happening through the good and the bad. I wanted to show up in a hard moment just so other people know that in their hard moments, they are not alone. So I started my blog. I started it within one day. (laughs) I had this idea. I came up with it. I created the Instagram account and then I created the WordPress blog. I signed up for my own hosting through Bluehost and created my website. And within 24 hours, it was live with one post, one blog post. I created a very mediocre about me page with pink, light pink heading that you could barely read, the background, everything was on just a basic WordPress template. 
I believe I had sparkles, pink gold sparkles. If you go to my blog now, you're probably thinking, oh my goodness, this looks nothing like that. And it's because I have done quite a few changes over the course of the past four years, but I just went for it. And there's a lot about when I launched my blog that I would have done totally differently. And that's the whole purpose behind today's episode. I want to help you. And if this is something that you are passionate about, if this is something that you have been sitting on your heart or in your mind for a while, I first off want to be the voice to say, go for it. Whatever it is, whatever idea you have, whatever passion you have, whatever little voice is talking to you deep within the night, deep within your heart, your spirit, I want you to listen to that voice. If that voice is challenging you, if that voice is encouraging you, if that voice is calling out the potential of you, I want you to listen to that voice. Now, if the voice is full of lies, if that voice is telling you that you are not worth it, if that voice is speaking the things that are wrong and bringing up insecurity and comparison, you need to silence that voice. That voice is not the voice that you are supposed to be listening to. In fact, that is the voice that is trying to take you away from where you are supposed to be going. So step one, silence the voice that is not causing, that is not allowing growth to happen. And step two, listen in fully to the voice that is encouraging you in the destination where you hope to go. So once you figure out which voice you're listening to, I also want you to listen in and take this as a voice to you to say yes. Yes, now is the time to go after it, to pursue your passion, to get creative, to step out of your comfort zone, get out of your comfort zone, step fully into the uncomfortable and trust that that is where the growth is going to happen. Now, if you have that dream, I want you to go back if you have not yet already, especially if you are a newer listener to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. After you are finished listening to this episode, I would love for you to go check out the very, very first episode, episode one of the Best Day Podcast. I will link that in the show notes. That episode, not only do I kind of go behind the scenes and tell you a little bit about my passion for this podcast and the reason and how it started, but I also go into five very easy steps for you to take if you are looking to make your dream a reality and looking for that dream to come true. Strongly encourage you to go press play on that episode once you are done listening to this one. So before I dive in with these 13 things I wish I had known before hitting publish and starting a blog, I want to make sure you know from the very beginning that you should do it, okay? Don't listen to the lies that there's so many blogs out there, there's so many people doing your idea out there, whatever it is you're passionate about, your voice that is going to try to take you away from your destiny is going to tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't. And a lot of times that voice tries to say, there's so many other people that are doing this. There's too many people out there. The competition is too high. And I just want you to know that you have a purpose to your passions and your voice matters. So trust your passion, trust your purpose, and trust that voice that is encouraging you and giving you that inspiration that you need. I think as many people that want to start a blog should absolutely do it. It is such an amazing creative outlet. It is also a therapeutic outlet for me when this was back in 2020, the summer of 2020, right before, you know, well, 
we actually miscarried um, in July of 2020, um, our first pregnancy. This was before we got pregnant with my son, McCray. And I struggled so much during that time. And I actually wrote a very detailed, very raw blog post about what we went through. And I published it. And within 24 hours of publishing that blog post, it had over a thousand views. And I got hundreds of messages from so many people in my life, not in my life, sharing their story with me and connecting with me. And it was beautiful. Not only did it allow me to heal and to grieve in a way and to process those feelings of grief, but it also allowed me to hear stories of hope and connect and provide a community in a time where I really, really needed those things. So I strongly am in support of starting a blog. I know a lot of people like to think blogging is dead, but the reality is there's so many blogs that are thriving. And if that's something you want to do, absolutely do it. It allows for connection, for inspiration. It can provide hope and a community. And in a world of so many, it can help people feel seen and people feel heard and it can provide value. And that's also so important. Also, one of the best things about having a blog is that you own your blog. Spoiler alert, you don't own your Instagram account, you don't own your TikTok, you don't own your Pinterest, you don't own whatever channel you're using. If you're using and relying on social media, if you have a business that is currently resting in one of those social avenues, you don't own it. Somebody else owns it. You want to have a place that is 100% yours, that you own, that has your name to it. So if all of the social media things go away, that you still have a place where you can have your passion and your business. Okay, that's my little spiel there as to why you should start a blog. Now I want to get into the nitty gritty and share with you the 13 things I wish I had known before hitting publish and starting a blog. Now I will say this, okay, if you're listening to these things and you're like, yeah, got it. I know this. And if this list, as I list these 13 things are things that come to you as that's obvious, Haley, well then you are way better than I am and you are already on a track to success. All right. As I shared with you earlier, when I started my blog, I did it within 24 hours. I was very determined to get it done and I just went for it. And of course, I would not recommend doing that. I would recommend having a plan and that's exactly what I'm going to share. So the very first thing that I wish I had known before hitting publish and starting a blog, I wish I had switched the focus away from myself. I started my blog. I was very excited. I was very passionate. I wanted to share all these things that really centered around me when instead I needed to switch the conversation to how it would center and how it would focus on somebody else. How can I help somebody else? And I think that is a great place to start if you are wanting to serve in a business to focus on how is this going to serve other people. So switch the focus away from you and instead How can you serve a community that you want to support you? The more that you can come from a place of service, the more that you are going to resonate with people 
and the more people are going to want to consume your content. So switch the focus away from you and instead turn it to somebody else. Now, if you're thinking, okay, well then where do I go? Still focus on the things you want to share, but instead of focusing it on a story of you, switch it so where the conversation becomes, how can I help somebody in this topic? If you are wanting to put together a capsule wardrobe for back to school outfit ideas for the teacher. That's something on my content list that's going to come out soon. Okay. Instead of let me show you all these things that I'm wearing here, here is how you can build your own wardrobe to allow yourself to feel confident teaching in the classroom. So just take that focus away from you and put it towards somebody else as a place of service. Number two, this is something that I should have done from the very, very beginning know exactly who you are writing to. You need to know who your reader is. You need to create your reader in your mind and you need to know him or her like the back of your hand. This needs to be somebody that you write to in every single post that you create. When you're using a social media channel to help share your content, you need to be speaking to this person. Therefore, you need to know who you're writing to, and you need to know what they're looking for, what their problems are, what they struggle with on a daily basis, what fills them up, what gives them joy, what gives them a source of hope. You need to know who you're writing to, and in every post with every content that you create, you want to be a resource for that person. So whatever your brand pillars are, whatever your business is about, You want to speak to that person. If you are a photographer and you are wanting to grow your photography business and you want to create content that resonates with people so that they will buy your services and use you as a photographer, you want your person that you are writing to to be the mom that just wants somebody to document their children's lives and wants for once to be the person in the photos and not behind the photos and doesn't want to have to worry about, are these going to look good or are my kids going to smile? You want to know exactly who you are writing to and you are going to want to cater everything towards that person because if you do that, then you are going to grow your client base. You are going to grow your following because people trust you and believe what you're saying. Number three, commit to consistency. This is probably the hardest one out there. It's so awesome to start the thing, do the thing, but in order to really allow yourself the chance to grow and become this awesome idea, strong business, you have to commit to consistency. So there's two specific tasks here in committing to consistency. So number one, you need to know when you are publishing a blog post. So right from the beginning, establish Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays or one post on Sunday, one post on Thursday. It doesn't matter what that looks like. You just need to know what it is and it needs to be consistent. Okay. Take this podcast, for example, every single Monday, you can expect a brand new episode every single Monday. Okay. Like that's not going to change. I promise you every single Monday, When you open up your podcast library, there is going to be a new The Best Day podcast episode ready for you to listen and to press play 
to have a good day. All right, the best day. Now, that's what you can expect as my audience. And your business audience is going to want to know what they can expect when they can expect that new content. And then the other part of committing to consistency is how long are you going to commit to that goal? For six months, for a year. Now, I would encourage you to give yourself at least six months. Even better, try to shoot for a year of that consistency because that's really when you're going to start to see the growth and the traction. All right. And within that year time frame, don't get obsessed with analytics. Don't get consumed by your number or your page views or your post views per month. Just give yourself some breathing room and some room to grow during that six-month window or, again, I strongly encourage that year-long window. So know what your goals are and commit to consistency. Number four, make a goal for long-term growth. Okay, so see if you can avoid looking at your analytics. Now, I'm telling you that it's the hardest thing to do, okay? I am constantly checking my analytics on the podcast because it's just one of those things, right? You want to see how things are doing. But see if you can try to avoid looking at the analytics for the beginning, right? And make a goal for long-term growth. So write it down. If you have a specific goal, write down what that goal is in a year. I want to have this many page views. I want to have this many page views per month by a certain time. I want to have this many clicks or I want to monetize to this specific level, bring in this type of revenue. If you don't have a goal, it's really hard to get to your destination. So whether that is a goal that is based on clicks or views or monetization or bringing in clients or bookings, whatever that goal is, have a very specific goal and write it down clear. When that goal is written down, it is there in, it becomes alive. It is fully alive and well and ready for you to tackle it. So have a goal for long-term growth. Number five, from the beginning, learn SEO and utilize it to grow. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And if you can learn this from the beginning, you are going to be in a way better place than I ever was. All right. What you want to do is utilize the very basic skills it takes to help your content rank in the search engines, okay? So you're trying to optimize your post to rank high in the searches. So if you're going to Google and searching something, you want your content to come up, all right? If you are a cookie decorator and you want people in your zip code to, you know, search for who can decorate my cookies for a birthday party, you want your name to pop up first, okay? And so learning SEO is going to help you get there. Now, the key to SEO is content and topics that people are searching for, okay? So if you are wanting to be a resource, you need to use the right keywords and phrases that people are already typing into the search engine. This will help you rank. This will help bring in more and more viewers to your content, okay? I will give you right now this really awesome tool that I wish I had known about when I started blogging. If I had known about it when I started blogging, I think 
my whole website would look completely differently and my content would be very different and more helpful to people. So this is called Uber Suggest. Uber as if like the actual like ride sharing name, but it's Uber Suggest. I will link this in the show notes. And it was created by Neil Patel. And this is what you should use when you have a blog and you are trying to plan out keywords, okay? If you have a keyword that you are wanting to focus on, you type it into the search engine through Uber Suggest and it comes up with a ranking system. It tells you, is that a good keyword? Is there too many things on that keyword? Are you going to have, you know, an easy time ranking or is it going to be more challenging? Not only does it give you a ranking of the keywords, it also gives you synonyms that you can use. It also allows you to kind of visualize how you can plug in different keywords into a heading or your subheadings to help rank things better. If you're like, what in the world are you talking about? These are all things that you do within a specific blog post to help with ranking, okay? I strongly recommend looking at Uber Suggest. It also shows you other posts that have been created that are similar to your content, which you can utilize for content inspiration, right? Not content copying, but content inspiration, right? You're never going to want to see a post that's done and then duplicate it, right? You want to be your own authentic voice and bring something new from your perspective to the table. So definitely utilize Uber Suggest. So just to give you an example, before sitting down to record this podcast episode, I plugged into Uber Suggest and I typed in starting a blog, right? Because this whole podcast episode is about the things I would do differently if I was starting my blog over again, right? Or what you should do differently than I did when I started my blog. And one of the first key words that appeared was how to start a blog. So in formatting my title, in formatting the blog post, I knew what I should build my content around with the wording to help rank. Okay, awesome. If you have any questions about any of these things, please come hang out in my DMs on Instagram and let's chat about it further. Number six, pick a launch date and plan accordingly. Now, as I already told you, I did not pick a launch date. I just did it within 24 hours. One blog post. That was it. Okay, that was terrible planning on my part. You want to pick a launch date and plan for it. Not only do you want to plan with one blog post, you want to have about 10 different posts, 10 different content pieces that are live on your blog when you launch that allow people to utilize your website as a resource, okay? When you launch, you're going to get a lot of traffic. A lot of people genuinely are curious when you start something, okay? When I launched the podcast, I had a whole ton of traffic because people wanted to check it out, right? Maybe people who normally wouldn't listen to a podcast are like, hmm, this is cool. You know, let me go see what this is about. Same with your website. Let's go check it out. So you want to have a lot of things there that provide a lot of value. You want to have a lot of resources, different things that you can provide as a source of, hey, get to know me, or this is what I specialize in, or these are what you can expect when you show up once a week or twice a week to see my new content. Okay, so pick a launch date and plan for it. Now, again, if you go back and listen to the first episode on the Best Day podcast, talking about how to achieve your goals and make that dream come true, 
I go into very specific detailed information on how you can work backwards and actually get this done. Okay, so check out that episode if you have not yet already. So pick a launch date and plan accordingly. Number seven, start your mailing list from the very beginning. Okay, I kind of did this, but not really realizing what I was doing. Okay, I have a very beginning mailing list attached to the very first foundation of my blog. And so that was great, right? Because it allowed people who wanted to hear updates about new content, new posts to get the notification. But I don't do anything with that list. Okay. It wasn't on a platform that I liked. It was on a different mailing email marketing platform. And because of that, I just didn't do anything with it. Now, Fast forward a year ago, I switched over to Flowdesk, which if you are in need of an email marketing platform to use to make emailing your list easy and amazing and also beautiful, please check out Flowdesk. Flowdesk is incredible. Um, It's a company started by women that wanted to just really change the aesthetic and the ease to email marketing and they're phenomenal. So check out Flowdesk. I have a code in the show notes for you to get 50% off your first year of Flowdesk. And so check that out if you're in the need of a fabulous way to communicate with your clients. This is a way to do it, okay? You want to have a mailing list. This is also something you completely own yourself, right? We talked about social media. You don't own it, right? It can be gone, and then you have no way to communicate or contact the people who like you and follow you and feel connected to you. You want your own mailing list so that you can stay in communication with your audience. Even if you aren't planning on sending out things on a regular basis from the beginning, find a way from the beginning of your blog to bring people in. With Flowdesk, it's so easy. They have so many customizable templates. They have inline pop-ups that appear on your blog that you can instant instantly add as a header on your website that once somebody goes to your site, after a few seconds, a little pop-up appears that says, hey, join the mailing list. It's just a really great way to bring people in to your online community, okay? So definitely start your mailing list from the beginning. Number eight, take yourself and your passion seriously, Okay. You owe it to yourself and to your dreams to be serious about them. You have that passion for a very particular reason. Therefore, believe in yourself, trust yourself, and trust the process to take you and your dream very seriously, okay? Treat this like a business, and that is actually the last tip that I'm going to give you, so we'll come back to that piece. Number nine, as you are setting up and launching for your blog and as you begin this creative business, create pieces of content that answer a very specific question. This is going to help you rank with SEO. This is going to help you write to your specific person you're creating content for. This is going to allow you to be a very, very resourceful voice in the online space. So create pieces of content that answer a very specific question. That way you can be helpful and informative and educational. And that is what's going to draw people in. 
Number 10, create a launch team. So if you're following this list of the things that I would have done completely differently, then you've already picked a launch date and you're going to want to pick a date that's at least a month out, right? That gives you time to plan and create the content that you want to have on your website. You also want to create a launch team with friends and family that can help you by sharing the news that you've launched. All right, so bring them along for the process. Tell them how excited you are. Tell them how you are working on something and it's going to be a great thing and you would love their support because this is something that you care about and this is something that if they care about you, they would also care about. And, you know, create some graphics or just simply give them, you know, the copy of what they should say on that actual day. Okay, you can even create little super quick and easy you know, I want to say gift bags, but I'm not talking about like excessive things. I'm talking about maybe here's a coffee or, you know, here's a journal and some pens, something to say thank you for helping me get the word out about my blog. Now, this was something that I really wanted to and I should have done in releasing my podcast is to have a launch team to help, you know, be excited for me and to share the word. But truthfully, I struggle with this this one, creating a launch team. I am a very, okay. Yes, I create a whole lot of content. Yes, I have a podcast. Yes, I have a blog. Yes, I have a very public social media presence. But I feel so uncomfortable talking about those things to my close friends and family. I would rather avoid it. I I don't even know if like my closest family members or my closest friends have even listened to the podcast, okay? Because I, this is like a very vulnerable side of me and I just don't, I don't know, I just do it and I kind of separate the two things. So I should have created a launch team. I should have asked friends and family to come in and join me in the process of helping me and supporting me in this way. But for me, that is something I'm uncomfortable with. And so I, of course, need to deep dive and figure out why I'm uncomfortable with that and like what's the root of that issue. But regardless, in order for you to be successful, definitely create a launch team, even if it's just a few people, because it's always great to feel like people are on your side and people are on your team supporting you along the way. Okay, we have three more things. Number 11, pick one social media channel to start out with to help you grow. It can be so easy to want to post everywhere and share all the things in all the places. The reality is there's not enough time in the day and you want to pick a place where you can show up more consistently so people want to be there to support you because they know, hey, you're committed to this, right? You're not going to just post once and then disappear. So focus on one specific social media channel to start out with to help you grow And make that be a place that you enjoy spending time on. If you don't like Instagram, then don't let it be Instagram. If you are like, I don't even understand TikTok, then don't let that be TikTok. If you're like, Facebook is for, you know, the older people, which I'm saying that as one of those people. So don't get mad that I just said that. Okay. (laughs) Um, I remember asking for a Facebook account for maybe, I think it was my 15th birthday. Like, that was the thing. I was like, I want a Facebook account. Please, can I have this as my birthday gift? And at that time, you had to register as a part of a school. Like, when you created your account, like, you had to be 
either in college or in high school. And at that point, it had just started rolling out to high school kids because it started with college first. Anyways, if you're like, yeah, I totally remember those days. Hello, hello, my people. (laughs) Um, Okay, so pick one social media channel and make it be a channel that like you jive with. That's something that like you feel encouraged by. Don't commit to spending time somewhere that's going to make you feel down. Okay, that's just not fair to yourself. 12, spend time focused on branding. Okay, now you want to make sure as you have a blog that you have a clear visual brand identity. You want to be recognizable. You want to have a logo that is recognizable. You want to have brand colors that are recognizable. You want to have a few photos that can serve as your professional headshot or your professional, you know, imagery. You want to have fonts that are recognizable to your brand. Now, here is the deal. If you start looking into actual branding specialists, right, people who do this for a living, for a career, and their work is beautiful, right? Branding is expensive, okay? I got on a call to talk to a branding company out of Austin, Texas that I loved. I was obsessed with their work and after the call and seeing what everything would be in order to completely do a new website and branding, it was going to cost $4,000. And I said, nope, I can't do that. I wish I could, but I can't. I don't have that money. Okay. Now, the basic branding package, I've seen around 500. So this would just be strictly logo, fonts, templates, but the price can go up, right? You don't have to do that. It's a great goal to have, to have somebody make something very customizable to you and your personality, but you don't have to do it that way, especially not at first. As of right now, all of my branding is done on Canva. Canva is amazing and it is incredible. And I have the pro subscription to Canva and it's 100% worth it. It's right at $11 a month. I just upgraded to the yearly plan because technically it was cheaper yearly than it was monthly. I do have a link in the show notes as well if you want to try out Canva and get a taste of what that goodness is all about. But what's great about Canva, and especially if you do have the pro version, which I strongly recommend. It's one of the best investments and a really very affordable investment for your business, but it's amazing. And you have a brand kit in there so you can upload fonts or pick a font through Canva. Canva has the best inventory of fonts. You can add in your colors. You can create a logo. My logos I currently use are all created in Canva and I have them saved So anytime I create something, it's so easy to just add that logo to that piece of content. You want to have a recognizable vision to your brand so that way people know and recognize your things and say, oh, okay, look, that's so-and-so. And it just looks awesome. It looks professional. That helps and goes so far in the blogging space. All right, so check out the link in the show notes to try Canva. If you have not yet tried Canva, it's amazing. I love all things Canva. All right. And the final, final thing that I wish I had done differently from the very beginning is to treat your blog as an actual business. 
even if it's just a passion project, even if it is just something you're doing on the side with the hopes of one day it becoming something bigger, treat your blog as an actual business. From the very beginning, from before you even launch, schedule time every single week into your daily schedule, your weekly schedule, where you are going to commit and work on your blog. Make an appointment with yourself and write it in your calendar and show up consistently to that time of work so that way you can owe it to yourself and owe it to your dreams to commit to the time it takes to see this thing through and to work on it and to develop it and to grow. All right, so treat your blog as a business. The more you do that, the more you will start to believe that it's a business. And the more that you believe it's a business, more other people will believe it's a business and more and more monetization will come through and more and more support and growth will all come through. Okay, so those are the 13 things that I would have done completely differently if I had you know, taken the time to actually stop and like think a moment before I published my blog back in 2018. Number one, switch the focus away from you. Instead, focus on serving a community. Number two, know exactly who you are writing to. Three, commit to consistency. Four, make a goal for long-term growth. Five, learn SEO and utilize it to grow. Six, pick a launch date and plan for that launch date. Seven, start a mailing list from the very beginning. Eight, take yourself and your passion seriously. Nine, create pieces of content that answer a very specific question. 10, create a launch team. 11, pick one social media channel to start out with to help you grow. 12, spend time actually focused on branding. And 13, treat your blog as a business. Most importantly through all of this, trust yourself, invest in yourself, and trust the process. Believe in you and know that your passions are your passions for a very specific purpose, a very specific and destined reason. You will never know unless you try. You have a voice that needs to be heard and your thoughts that matter. You can do this. I am cheering you on every step of the way. If you loved what you heard today, please, please, please let me know in the review. Write a comment. Give that five-star review. Share with others something valuable that you learned and share this along and pass this along so that way we can continue to grow this best day podcast community. It is such a blast being here with you once again. I hope your week is the best week. And until next time, friends, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.